Now, a number of political parties gave the latest updates on the coalition talks or the negotiations, whichever term suits you best. And what really is clear from these round of talks is, as Sandy Lembeche uh, said in his voice notes, that they are not easy. Coalitions are not easy. Trying to form cooperatives are not easy. Um, Divergent parties and groups trying to find a middle path that is going to be uh, beneficial for all parties involved and be mutually beneficial. That entire process is not easy. Today, the EFF said that their talks with the African National Congress collapsed and the DA said negotiations in the metros are challenging and complex. So what does this really signify as we are getting closer to the deadline? To speak to us about this is political analyst at the Nelson Mandela University, Mr. Ongamam Timka. So good to have you with us on Metrovem Talk tonight. Good evening to you. Good evening, Tammy, and to your listeners. Thank you for having me. Great having you here as we dissect uh, this very topical issue. So let's talk about the difficulty of these negotiations and, and this dialogue. What is making them so difficult for political parties? What do you believe are, are the key challenges where they're not quite finding each other? Sure. I must say I, quite fa- I found that uh, a linking of the situation that political parties find themselves with cooperatives quite interesting that it's now your turn to see if we can work together. Uh, so <laughs> a number of things I'd say here. First of all, our political system is being exposed for being too party-centric and uh, too zero-sum in its approach. Now, voters in a number of municipalities have delivered non-zero-sum outcome, outcomes. So some win, um, and, 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 and it's not a winner-takes-all, win-lose type of situation. And in fact, just to go to your question to listeners today, we are using a proportional representation system that's meant to reward all voters in, as a cumulative total, as opposed to, you know, um, uh, the... the, the, the um, the, the party with the most votes. If you look at the situation in the U.S., for example, where you found that Trump uh, won elections with fewer votes, that's because they don't use a system like ours where even though a party may not win a certain constituency, it, 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 it doesn't lose its vote, its votes in that constituency. If we were having a system of uh, winner-takes-all, we would have a situation where the ANC, with its 40-some-odd percentage, gets to win, notwithstanding the fact that they don't have the most votes, uh, and, and, as and, far and, and, as the majority of the votes. And, and I'd like us to get into this just a little bit more. Let's take a little bit of a breather and come back as we focus on this it's-not-a-winner-take-all paradigm that you've outlined for us. That's political analyst Ongamam Timka. We'll be back with him in just a moment.
In our headlines this evening, a focus on the coalition talks and negotiations that are currently underway. We are in conversation with Ongama Mtimka, political analyst, as we focus on what he has called a not a winner-take-all uh, system that we have here in, in, in South Africa. You were explaining, uh, Mr Mtimka, about the African National Congress and how even with their 48% or so a win, um, how, how they would still basically come out trumps? Sure. So if we were using a winner-takes-all approach, whichever votes parties got in words that they did not win would not count towards their cumulative total. What would be the result of that? It would be an ANC, if it was a national election, for example, that wins because it's got uh, the most votes but doesn't have the majority of the votes. So um, the, 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 the votes would not be beyond the 50% threshold, but it would still win. But when it adds the cumulative total of all the other parties, you would find that it's over. Uh, it's more than, you know, that, that of the ANC. So our system is meant to actually be a, a, a fair aggregation of voter preferences. Um, where parties don't lose those votes in constituencies that they don't win, but rather they add to, it, to, their, to their cumulative total and guarantees them a seat in the municipal council. So what proportional representation systems tend to do, they deliver multi-party democracy because you've got a wide range of interests in society represented because of proportional representation. And, and let's take a look at um, this multi-party uh, representation and what we're getting now with the talks for the coalitions taking place. We've heard the EFF, um, for example, saying that they will not be talking to the ANC anymore, that that door is closed. Uh, where does that leave the, the EFF and where does that leave the, the ANC now? What dynamic does that falling out cause? For both the parties. Sure. sure, because parties have chosen a win-lose arrangement despite the election uh, outcomes, we will see some winners and losers. They, they didn't need to go down that route in these municipalities, in all municipalities that were hung councils. The other approach they could have taken is an approach that um, recognizes that none of the other part, the parties can outfox the other to create a governing party or governing coalition versus uh, opposition party situation. So I think that in those instances only, they should have explored the, exec, the collective executive system as enshrined in the Municipal Structures Act, which allows for parties in council to elect the executive, the executive political heads that is, the members of the mayoral committees, proportionally. And in that way, they do away with the executive mayor, but have an executive committee. And the mayor in an executive committee system plays a ceremonious role. And once they, they would have done that, have a representative executive committee, they would have been able to effectively work together, do what the caller was saying earlier on, because, the, the system itself forces them to work together because when you have an executive committee system representing all the parties in council, 
you do away with the idea of a governing coalition versus the opposition. Everybody gets represented, and therefore, council will most likely work better together than these coalitions that just edge it above 50%. And throughout the five years that they are going to be operating, they will be continuously looking over their back, wondering whether there will be some detractors from among them who, who, who help the opposition set up another coalition, which is quite messy. But uh, just to go back to your question, there will be winners, there will be losers as well. So the EFF has also, in addition, said that it will not work with the Patriotic Alliance. Um, but the PA says, you know, they will be forming governments without them anyway. Talk, us, talk to us about the dynamics between the EFF and, and the PA here. Uh, were they not perhaps at some point eyed to maybe be able to find middle ground together? Yeah, these parties have had personal issues, personal leadership issues where you find that the leaders at a national level have got certain positions that they hold, which sometimes compromises possibilities in localized settings, where you may find that politicians at a local level may be a lot more willing to work across the political divide, given the fact that the relationships are a lot warmer in those localized settings. So, But the overbearing nature of national politicians uh, over their subnational structure is what makes the problems to be a lot more. So municipal, if, municipal, if leaders at municipal level were given um, some uh, relative autonomy, I think that the impasses could have been resolved a lot uh, earlier because those politicians work a lot together and they, 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 their relationships across the political divide could enable for more specific arrangements at those local levels. But I wouldn't rule out possibilities, even among the fiercest rivals, uh, Tammy, to actually still constitute coalition. Fact of the, matter, the fact of the matter is that even if, so even if we went on election run in these municipalities, Voters are not going to change and suddenly trust party dominance when they, in fact, have uh, shown that they are not voting in that line anymore. As it stands now, Ongama, the, the PA is expecting around seven mayors. They're expecting around 15 MMCs, uh, some key directorates for a party that really wasn't a winning party. They're certainly walking away with quite a lot of benefits here. Talk to us about that. They are, but remember that it's borrowed power or leveraged power. Now, that power really uh, will not be used beyond its limits. Um, sometimes these arrangements make these power, these parties to bargain a lot more than they could have. It's in the nature of coalition arrangements, but those do not last, and there's a limit beyond which uh, the demands cannot go. So, for example, the true acid test of uh, the sustainability of these arrangements will be when, during the five years, they are, being, they are governing. To what extent will what the party wants or what the party lieutenants want in certain municipalities result in the relationship being... Uh, irreparable, irreparable to the extent that it would translate to 
um, changes in government. And that's possible. We've seen it over and over in the 2016-2021 period. And nothing precludes it happening going forward, which is why I was saying these power-centric, party-centric arrangements are foregoing or are missing an opportunity to have truly accountable structures such as collective executive systems. And parties are, you know, with their heads in the sand, creating an impression that they have been able to create sustainable systems or sustainable arrangements that are going to last the five years when, in fact, they are not going to. And what is the current situation with the Democratic Alliance? They've come up saying and describing these particular negotiations in, in the metros as complex, they say. Well, they do say it seems like they've been able to secure a number of municipalities in the Western Cape. And in the metros, the battle is still very uh, tough. Uh, but apparently in Tswane, they are in a position to uh, just edge it above 50 percent um, with the coalition. And I think that it's attempting to repeat the same instability that was there since 2016 when you you constitute a coalition where the, the margin is only one seat or two. And I think that they are going to regret it in the next five years by not being more open to other, uh, other ways of governing municipalities than executive mayoral systems. And the fate of the ANC, they seem to be struggling to, to find partners. Um, I know one of our, of our callers was saying, uh, perhaps it's a good thing for them. Uh, Moses Mugwena was saying perhaps everybody should be shunning um, the ANC. Your thoughts on that and where are they positioned now in the coalition's talks? Sure. They are, I think they are on the back foot. That's why they had to manage the messaging around what their appetite is and communicate the message that they were prepared to sit in opposition benches or, in fact, go in an election rerun. I think that's a way to try and augment their negotiating position. Otherwise, they are on the back foot. After all, mostly these elections are about rejecting them as a dominating party. Um, so it's quite interesting. But... I wouldn't, I wouldn't, a week can be very long in politics. So I wouldn't rule out possibilities for some parties backtracking on some of the positions they have held. Because in the end of the, at the end of the day, you have the idealistic position and you've got the realist uh, position, which we, in my view is that pragmatic decisions will be made on specific municipalities. And, and, and we may find that those uh, decisions bring come a lot closer on the line of division uh, than, than, than the posturing that we've heard. So when is the deadline? Uh, what can we be expecting in the next few days? I did think that the deadline was tomorrow, um, I, but anyway, it's, it's 14 days after the, like, the, the results have been declared. So... Um, I think you, we, they, they were, I saw some reports about it being tomorrow or some, say, Tuesday next week. Um, I, I didn't do the numbers, really, um, but uh, it's 14 days after elections have been declared. No deals have yet been sealed as far as the DA is concerned, specifically around Johannesburg and Antoine. What are then the repercussions should there not be any marriages? It appears that political parties are looking at 
Um, in fact, the DA, in terms of its rhetoric today, seems to be open to minority governments. Now, what I wasn't able to test is whether that is possible immediately from the election. I know that for, for in, in the city of Joburg, for example, after the toppling of Herman Mashaba, the ANC did govern with a minority government. But what I've not been able to determine, and I think maybe a legal person would help there, is whether moving from a hung council, you in fact could constitute a, 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 a minority government. What that means is that as a government that's elected by less than half of the sea, by, by a party that has got the most votes, but not enough to be more than half of the seats in council. If that happens, it's going to be very difficult to pass budget because municipal rates and taxes and budget have got to be approved by more than half of the seats in council as opposed to simple majority. Onga Mamtinka, thank you very much. Um, as we wrap up the coalition talks, the deadline looming, and uh, thank you for taking us through the status of the various political parties and the discussions that they are having. That's political analyst at the Nelson Mandela University, Ongama Mtimka, bringing us to exactly four minutes after eight o'clock on Metro FM Talk. In just a moment, we'll focus on what's happening in various communities.